Hey, Rock and Rollers, it's Whiskey and Rock, a backstage pass to learn about whiskey and spirits and hear stories from industry insiders and rock stars, real-life rock stars. So get ready and join your hosts, D-Rock and JR, for the VIP whiskey experience you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Whiskey and Rock Show. All right, guys, well, welcome to a fun episode ahead of us. We have not one, but two special guests with us today, JR. We do? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, I get put in that category? Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, are. You're still a special guest. Sweet. Very special. Oh, thank you. Many of you know that voice. That's right. Mead Man is with us today. Glad to be back. Yeah, and we brought him <laughs> on. He uh, produces the show usually, but he's not in the studio with us. But today, we coerced him down here and... Glad you're here with us. Thanks. Yeah. Whenever I hear that um, this kind of stuff is going to be on the table that we're going to be trying today, um, I make my way down to the studio. Yeah. And our, our, I guess, special, other special guest from RD1, we've got Barry, who's the co-founder and national brand ambassador. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Looking forward to walking through these tastings. Yeah, definitely. Where are you today? I am. Um, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, actually, I'm in my house. Uh, this is my, I guess people can't see um, on the um, on the recording here, but behind me is my home bar. I've got about 800 bottles of um, whiskey and bourbon and rye or uh, all kinds of stuff. Now, how long have you been drinking bourbon and whiskey and rye? <laughs> okay, so uh, because this is going out publicly at a legal age, uh, I've been <laughs> drinking. Uh, started started with uh, actually Southern Comfort, which was a liqueur, and um, and kind of eased my way in there. But it's kind of hard, you know, to to go wrong with just about any of the uh, Kentucky bourbons that we've got. Yeah, definitely, that's awesome. Now you've got a pretty interesting background. Tell us a little bit about that prior to getting into the bourbon and whiskey world. Yeah, my uh, my background, like you said, is very diverse and interesting. Um, I started out working as a registered nurse in an operating room and found that I enjoy talking to people more. And so I uh, moved into medical device sales, migrated over to uh, owning a digital marketing company, and, um, and then started following a bourbon group called the Lexington Bourbon Society around and really kind of got introduced to master distillers, brand ambassadors, owners, and fell in love with the industry. And so I, I made that part of my talk when I would talk to local entrepreneurs about them needing digital marketing. And, and uh, you know, for 10 minutes, we talk marketing. And then for the next 50 minutes, we talk bourbon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I met enough people that we, uh, that, that, you know, we decided we would launch a brand and so uh, we launched um, RD1 Spirits back in January of 2020. That's awesome. Nice. Now, tell us a little bit about the history of RD1. So the, the history of RD1, RD1, um, it, it was actually in 1862 when President Lincoln's recognizing that he needs to make more revenue to fund the war effort. And so before that, um, distilleries were not taxed since the Whiskey Rebellion of 1800. And so he registers distilleries in 1862. So each tax district had RD1, RD2, RD3. Now we know distilleries, the tax designation as DSP distilled mm-hmm. spirits plant so it's an interesting story you know they they never went by rd1 back then it was actually called the ashland distillery uh, that was uh, founded in 1865 by three local to lexington entrepreneurs and then uh, you might have heard of william tar mm-hmm. um, william tar bought the brand in 1871 had it for um, a fairly long amount of time and also was uh, known as the uh, the the 
Bourbon Baron in in Lexington, along with T.J. McGibbon. Uh, Mr. McGibbon was the very first Kentucky Distillers Association president that was founded. The KDA was founded in 1880. Um, And so a a lot of rich history there. Um, So we formed the company in January of 2020, uh, not to resurrect the brand, but uh, to pay honor and respect to Lexington's first and then write the next chapter. And so what we're getting ready to taste here is, is that next chapter. Awesome. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So tell us about this first one we're trying. Yeah. So what we're trying here, the first one is our flagship. It is our Kentucky straight bourbon. We, uh, we refer to it as a classic Kentucky bluegrass. And um, so, you know, Kentucky bourbon, uh, any bourbon, which can be made in America, uh, it can be, it has to be at least 51% corn. Um, We put a higher percentage. This one is uh, 70% corn, 21 rye, non-malted barley. It's four to six year small batch barrels. And so you're going to get those classic sweet notes uh, on the nose, you know, very much a, a sweet note. You're going to get some of the um, you know, the grain uh, influence there. Uh, I, I think um, what you'll find is when you um, when you take a sip on that mid palate, you're going to get a little bit. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm talking you through tasting notes, and you <laughs> probably shouldn't shouldn't do that. You want to you want to taste it first, and then we can kind of talk about yeah, tasting let's, notes. Yeah, let's jump or, in. Okay. Cheers. 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 I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 98 proof. Okay. Yeah. So what, what do y'all get? Do you, what on, what's on your palate there? We all obviously taste things a little bit differently here. I get the, the honey sweetness mm-hmm. and a little bit of like, like, a, like a pepper spice. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. It's peppery to me. Yeah. I think there's a yeah. really nice balance between the, the sweetness and the spice with this one. Yeah. I'm getting mm. a little caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spot on um uh, you know on my palate i get um I, I get that sweetness and and that sweetness can go like you all just mentioned in a couple of different ways but cracked peppercorn so that pepper spice right there on that mid palate yep. um it does finish in the um citrus category on on my palate on the on the finish but at 98 proof this one is, is just classic kentucky so if you want to if you want to drink it neat on the rocks if you want to put it in a classic old fashioned uh, Manhattan, it's going to hold up well at that 98 proof. Very delicious, very good. Nice, uh, nice entry start there to the um, uh, progression now because we're going to progress to the wood finish um, series, which is three different wood finishes. But this is where it all starts. And so the important thing to remember is this is the same distillate that that we're just uh, wood finishing. So you're going to see mm-hmm. what more can wood do mm-hmm. to influence our Kentucky straight bourbon. And, and are you distilling your own or is this contract distilled how are you handling that yeah so we started out in um in january 2020 we were fortunate uh to be able to capture some barrels Mm -hmm. so that we could have a product that was four to six year age Mm -hmm. um we uh we did start contract distilling and um and so this is from a kentucky distillery and um and and we're you know we're super excited to continue to build the brand and um and, and and build that to um uh, launch on the national market. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And so what's the retail price on this? This one, um, $59.99 okay. retail. Yeah. That's cool. great. So very approachable, right? It's, uh, it, it's, we're, you know, recognizing that, um, we're trying to capture, cast a wide net. Um, you know, we think it's priced pretty aggressive to move. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
So this, um, yeah, are we ready to move on? I, I, I don't know how quickly you guys drink. Um, oh yeah, we're good. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so the, um, the, the, the next one here is, um, 101 proof, same mash bill. It's French Oak. And you'll notice in your, um, in your Glen Cairn, you're going to notice it's a much more richer color. Um, you know, a little bit deeper amber color than that first one. Um, so, uh, if you recognize that it is wood finished, then you do appreciate that there's a, a lot more influence now that's going to be um, uh, imparted from that French oak. So what are the main differences when people talk about the different kinds of oak? What are the differences between French oak and things like American white oak? Yeah. Yeah. So American white oak and, and you can use any oak in, in a barrel as long as it's new and charred. It doesn't have to be white oak. We use mm. white oak because it's predominant in the um, in the northeastern part of the uh, U.S. And um, and so that white oak is is dense. It, it, it's it's watertight. You know, when that barrel is made, you don't get a whole lot of leakage out of that barrel as long as long as the barrel is made correctly. The French oak is uh, a little bit denser than the white oak. And it um, it has it imparts some just richer flavors and we'll we'll get into those flavors that that it imparts. But you really do get a whole lot more influence of the flavor notes that we're getting ready to taste here. Mm-hmm. And how long did you leave the, the staves in there for this one? Yeah, so we um, we leave the staves in to taste, okay. and uh, I mean nothing goes longer than a year. Okay, uh, so it it really it really is to uh, to to the flavor profile. So we have a a tasting team. We'll get samples, and mm-hmm. and we start sampling some of these. We start sampling two weeks after oh, wow. the wood goes in because we we want to make sure that it 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 gets the right flavor and sure. uh, that that we're able to proof it to the right point. Awesome. Yeah, let's try this one. Yeah, it's a lot of sweetness. Yeah, that's really nice. Sounds like a cherry or something on there. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mm. it's so it cuts the pepperness out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, typically, what I say is it softens that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so it really does tamp it out. But on the um, you know, on on the front end there, I get baking chocolate. It's not overly sweet, but it, it's a it's it's a baking chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of getting a citrus note, I get a stone fruit. So I'll mm. get a cherry. So I, I call this a chocolate covered cherry flavor profile. Oh, yeah. On the back end of my palate, I get a little bit of the um, of that cracked peppercorn, but it's muted. But it mm-hmm. comes back, you know, in in the back of the palate for me. Mm. That's really nice. It's got like a buttered popcorn thing to it for me. Mm. Yeah. 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 Very much a richness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like kettle corn, like at the, at the fair. Yeah. Mm. And so this is a little higher proof, 101 proof. Yeah. 101 proof. And what's the retail on this one? Um, All of these next um, three are $69. Okay. Cool. So again, very, very approachable and um, in, in the, um, in the market. Do, do you choose proof based on the flavor profile? That's it's it's not necessarily yeah. you're looking for a 101 proof. It's just that's exactly right. So when we um when our when our panel gets together, we um we drink at a cask and then and then we graduate um, the proof down until we get a consensus of where where is the best flavor profile. And, and then of course you know you got to recognize who you're marketing it to. Right. You know I'm a 
I'm a bourbon guy, man. I want everything at cast proof. I'll add my own water, but, <laughs> um, but, but really casting that wider net, uh, and, and getting a lot more of the, um, uh, folks out in the community, um, you know, somewhere around the, anywhere from 90 proof to uh, up to a hundred and a little beyond there is probably the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Now I know this next one, Mead Man's pretty excited about. This is the reason I'm here. Yeah. We, uh, we re- were recently up at the Kentucky bourbon festival. And uh, Mead Man hadn't tried an Amberana finished. I never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, until that weekend. And so he became a big, big fan. Yes. Yeah, I think because, like, I started out, the reason they call me Mead Man is because I would only drink things like mead when I started. Like, that was what I said I liked to drink when I first started hanging out with them. And then, you know, over the course of several years, I became a whiskey drinker. It took me a while. But so now I, I can handle things like higher proof whiskeys and I can enjoy them. But the Amberana like meets me in the middle where it like it adds back in what I appreciated about the like sweet, easier things to drink. But it still has like the bourbon punch to it. So it's like it's merges my worlds and I, I love it. Yeah. And um, I, I love the, what, what you just said there, because it's so relevant to this Amberana finish. You know, we call this a wild adventure. Um, this this is taking the that that straight bourbon and you're we're going to we're and you all know we're, we're going to get flavors way outside the flavor wheel. And um, and so I really do enjoy this, the um, the Amberana finish. It's 110 proof, you know, so it, it does not drink like 110 proof. Mm. How long do the Amberana staves stay in the barrel? That's like I know that's the biggest thing when people make these finishes. Yeah. And, uh, and have you, so you've tasted now, how many, how many different Amberana finishes have you tasted? I think I've done three or four. I've yeah. Done, yeah. I've done four, I think. I think four. So, so there's, there's a couple of different ways you can buy an Amberana barrel mm. and, 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 you know, double finish it in another, uh, in a barrel of Amberana. Um, the, the key, the absolute key to um, finishing in all wood finishes is not to get over influenced Mm -hmm. with that with that wood and so the amberana is one that at two weeks we're sampling and and once it hits that point that we're good we want to get that amberana out uh, of that barrel because we don't want we don't want it to over influence um, you, you want to have some of the characteristics of the whiskey, uh, the bourbon, yeah. mm-hmm. but you also, you know, you, it's a balance. So it, it is, it is at two weeks we're, we're sampling until we know that it's, it's good to go. And you have a, a unique process with regard to the staves, right? And, and yes. how, the, the honeycomb. Yeah. And, and the important thing is, um, you know, we're, we're a small brand We're uh, we're, we're making big strides. But the the important thing is being able to have your cost of goods such that you're able to position the pricing appropriate so that the consumer, you know, they they can't keep coming back and buying a $125, $150 bottle. I mean, you're, you're just going to limit how many um, customers you're going to have to buy that at that price point. So what we do is we keep the existing white oak barrel. And then we put um, we put the staves into the bunghole, and then and then we we secure it there. Mm. So once um once we uh, once we tasted it and it's at the right point of of having enough influence, we pull those staves out and let that barrel sit for another um, few weeks until it kind of equalizes, and, and then we either small batch it or 
put it available for single barrel picks. That's mm. really cool. I said, before we try it, can you tell us what Amberana is? Because that's everybody always asks. Yeah, us yeah. So Am- Amberana is it, a Brazilian oak, and um, it, it it is used to uh, to finish that. There's a spirit down in Brazil called cachaca, okay. and so they use that to to finish that spirit. It's also used in furniture. So it's a, you know, it's a fairly unique wood that has multiple uses. And so you'd ask, you know, the process. So this one is a stave that's honeycomb. So there's a lot more contact of that wood in, in the barrel. And, um, and, and Amberana is a little bit softer of a wood. So it's going to impart those flavors, you know, fairly, fairly quickly. And so the, the art and the balance is being able to um, create that, balance of, of whiskey flavor and uh, finished wood flavor. And then um, the, you'd also ask the other, the, the French oak is um, is a virgin French oak that's toasted, heavily toasted, and then put into the barrel. Mm-hmm. This might be getting a little too into the, uh, the the trade secret of what you, of how you guys do things. But I've always wondered, you know, when you're using staves, is it a, is it a one and done with the staves or can you use different types of staves multiple times we uh, we use um they're all virgin they're okay. all new okay and so yeah yeah new new um new wood each and every time that we finish um some people not us but some people use a, a barrel and, and so they will reuse that because you you get so much influence from that wood it can be right. used multiple times and barrels are pricey so Got to get your money's worth, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, those barrels can go. I've seen them twelve hundred for an Ooh. empty barrel oh, wow. and up twelve hundred dollars an empty barrel. Yeah, jeez. Wow. So my question is, if you if Amberana is a popular furniture wood, does your entire house just smell like this? Because if so, <laughs> I I'm ready to furnish mine. <laughs> I, you know, I I sometimes I'll go around and I'll just pour a little Amberana, you know, for for my homies, and um and and it, you know, I get the essence of that uh, <laughs> that, that smell. I mean, it's so yes. delicious. <laughs> Uh, if I could put this in a candle scent, oh my gosh, I would do it. That's yeah. what C Money that, said. That, 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 that's the business episode. opportunity right yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. Even just as it's been sitting here while we've been talking, oh, uh-huh. it's just it's smelling up yeah. the table. It's wonderful, just. Cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With some applejack thrown yeah. in. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You're hitting on, you know, all, all of the good notes. Um, that that's very, very correct. Um, that, that cinnamon, cinnamon toast crunch is probably said 90% of the time mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, when people, um, get it on the, on the nose there, you know, there, there's some other subtle spices in there, um, some nutmegs, oh, some yeah. allspice, yep. some yep. clove, yeah, um, on the palate. Spices. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, um, a ginger snap. Mm. Yeah, let's try it. Just fantastic. Yeah. So good. Gosh. Yes. Isn't that delicious? Yeah. 110 proof. Um, yeah, you, you get a little bit of the heat there, but but that sweetness just masks that heat. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the mid palate for me, I get a cinnamon apple strudel. Mm-hmm. You get this nice coating mouthfeel. It's not off putting. It, it's a it's a it's a very um, thick and viscous coating mouthfeel. And then there's most people don't get this until I mention it, but there's a coconut note. Oh you know? yeah. So go back for another oh, taste. Yeah, yeah there, that yeah. coconut is right there on the. Um, on the finish for me. Yeah. My, my wife gets coconut on, on some of the Amberanas. Yeah. Yes. Man. Yeah. Very tropical. You know, you, you're getting, you can get anything from cinnamon, apple, you can get, uh, I get gingerbread. I get a distinct gingerbread. Some people, um, 
get a pineapple. Um, I, I get mm. I get that um, that strudel, you know, that cinnamon apple strudel on my palate. I have to think right now in the Christmas season, this has got to be a huge seller, this, like a big hit. This is yeah. the thing you want to be drinking around the tree, yes. in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. This is quintessential. Yeah. Yes. That's so funny. I was at a, um, I was at the Frankfurt bourbon society last night. We were doing a, we were doing a tasting and uh, one of the uh, organizers there was talking about making his own eggnog. And, um, and so I'm like, man, send me that recipe. I'm going to do Amberana. Yes. Can you imagine uh, having a, a, a custom eggnog? With that Amberana. That'd be amazing. So delicious. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. It's cool because it like, um, like when we, we don't really drink many flavored whiskeys. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is, this gets you where you want, like it gets you enough of that extra flavor without it being a gross syrupy flavored whiskey. Yes. Well, it's not wine finished. Yeah, you're, and, you're using the wood yeah. as opposed to the mm-hmm. wine, which is, yeah. which is, and it's not French oak because most people use French oak and- and mm-hmm. when you're dealing with wood, but yeah, that's, it's, it's so fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's, that's very important. If you, um, you know, if you, if you compare something that is flavored, it, it's, it has an artificial note yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you, you pick up on it. it it's got a, it's got this waxy, this, this, this off-putting, you know, sometimes it could be a medicinal mm-hmm. kind of flavor profile. Th- these are flavors right from that Amberana wood. So you're getting the, um, the influence of, of that Amberana wood. Totally. Oh, so good. Yeah. This one I like to pair with a, um, a spice cake that has a, um, a, a, a nice, delicious cream cheese icing really pairs well with it. See that? Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where did that not come yeah, in a did, box? Where, where, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, Elizabeth didn't send that to you. I know. Elizabeth. Oh man. I'm going to have to talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> It's been delayed. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about this last one we're about to try. Yeah. So this last one um, is is just a very very unique in that um, we're we're using those those French oak staves. Uh, we use a, a Vermont maple syrup and we seat that in the French oak. We we pull it. We let it harden. So we let it dry and then we put that into the barrel. And so I mean on the nose. You are you are getting you're getting the essence mm-hmm. of maple, yeah. um, a butterscotch. You know, very very sweet in that category of um, you know a high rye, high high you know strong powerful hot to to this is way in the sweet category. Yeah, smelling this, I'm I'm ready for breakfast. I'm thinking yeah. I'm getting some French toast and pancakes with yeah. this. This is I know mm-hmm. this is incredible. We call this nose. campfire brunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very appropriately. And what's nice, you don't have to, like, you know, you, you get some of these maple finished and some of these other types of finishes, and you really have to kind of hunt, especially on the nose, for the finish. Mm. Where here with mm-hmm. this and the Amberana, I mean, it's just right, hits you right in the face. Either that or it is the artificial thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, you know, a, a novice is going to pick up on, you know, I don't even have to talk anyone through the 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 nose on this one. It's like, oh, wow. I'm, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and most people, like you said, I, I want to stack a flapjacks in front of me because I, yeah. I feel like I'm I'm just inhaling maple. Totally. You ready for this one? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Let's try it. Hmm. That's like right where you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. That 99.9 proof. So it, it's still got, it's still got the proof 
um, so that you, 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 you feel some of that heat, but maple on the, on the palate, butterscotch, mm-hmm. there's a pecan note in there yeah. that yep. really, mm-hmm. that, that really kind of rounds out, um, the, um, the, the mouthfeel. There's a little hint of pepper and, um, yeah, on, yeah, the, on the finish yeah, there. Definitely. Yeah. That's um, really nice. And Elizabeth should have sent you, uh, what I pair with this, which is <laughs> a smoked pork belly oh, that oh. is, that is paired with a, Peanut butter and maple sauce reduction. Oh come on! I mean, oh we'll my check the gosh, tracking number. it is so yeah. good. <laughs> Where is that? I think we got the, we got the reduction. The, yeah. the pork belly hasn't yeah, shown up no, yet. No. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yes, so delicious. This is delicious. Um, I love this one. This one. This one is so much fun. And um, you know, you uh, it, it, or you could even do a um, bacon. You know, you yes, could do a candy bacon yes. with it. And and would work well. I mean, I you know, like like you, I'm just like, man, where's my where's my flapjacks? I, I want I want a stack right in front of me. So now are all these available in stores? Now they are. They're um they are available. Um and 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 so yeah, we're we're in Tennessee, and um you know, so if 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 we're not there, you can request them to to order it. How many states are you in? So we're um, we're in. Let me make sure I can keep up because we're we're expanding so quickly. Started in Kentucky, moved to Indiana, uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Missouri, Tennessee, Florida, Louisiana, Texas, Nevada, Massachusetts, and we are submitting to a host of other states right now. Mm. And anticipate we anticipate being in. Um, 12, 13 markets by the end of this year. And then next year we could be in 24 to 35 markets across the U S. Wow. Nice. And you, you have online sales as well. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So you could go to rd one spirits.com and we have, um, we have shipping online to reciprocal States that allow okay. us shipping of spirits. So yeah, you can, you can uh, get those online as well. Great. Mm. So, so, so far, what has been the best seller? Yeah, you know, um, gosh, man, I'll tell you, we could not have forecasted the demand for the Amberana. Yeah, just, just <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's it, it, so good. I mean, we t- uh, the the sales team were like, make more, make more, but but you just can't anticipate that much demand. And so, so Amberana is is a huge seller, um, and, and then it's pretty equal across the board mm-hmm. on you know because I'm a I'm, I, I love straight bourbon. Yep. I love our straight bourbon. Mm-hmm. And and what I'm finding, and, and we do have a liquid strategy to continue to age that straight bourbon. Um, we've got some barrels now that are in the seven and eight year age, and they are they are just fabulous. They, they, you know, Kentucky bourbon, the sweet spot for me, you know, you, you, it, it needs at least four years in the barrel. Mm-hmm. The sweet spot is four years to um, eight, nine, 10 years. That, that to me is the range where you get this myriad of, of spice that is balanced with sweet um, fruit notes. It, it's not, it, it's not over oaked where you get, you know, a lot of the uh, leather and uh, not that I'm mind a 15, 18 year, but as long as it has some complexity that balances right. the, uh, the, the, the wood note with the, with the sweet note. Mm-hmm. And that's a balance. Yeah. yeah. So if you were going to get experimental, what like in in your wildest dreams, what are some wood finishes that you want to try that maybe have never been attempted or that sound interesting to you? What's on your mind? 
Well, I'll tell you what, um, we, we've done this. Um, we, uh, we experimented with a sassafras root oh, wow. and, Ooh. um, oh my gosh. So are, are y'all familiar with Kroger's up in, uh, up in Kentucky? And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I, I don't think, yeah, we've got it. So so you, all right. And so, so the, the buyer for the state of Kentucky, um, most of the state, Chris Blanford, he does, he does Chris's picks. So he came and did, uh, I think he picked out a couple of barrels one of them was that that sassafras finish barrel hmm. and and i um anytime i go to like last night i took it to the frankfurt bourbon society and we kind of warmed up our palates with it everybody's just like oh my gosh i you know i, I feel like i'm <laughs> i'm drinking sarsaparilla i feel like i'm drinking a root beer mm. and uh it, it is so unique hmm. um uh, so i love that um I, we've experimented we've done some yellow birch we've we've done we're fortunate mm. in that the um you know the, the the partners, the shareholders that that are um, driving this company uh, are sparing no expense to see what more can would do. You're going to see a lot more fun stuff come out of RD One, and and that's really the key for the success of American Bourbon is innovation. Right. You know mm-hmm. that was why Bourbon's resurgence occurred. Is number one, people recognize that. Bourbon's awesome. You know, <laughs> bourbon is is absolutely America's native spirit. It's it's an awesome spirit. But it took it took us not trying to chase the the vodka and not trying to chase the light whiskey and and make make the category our own. You know, so when you look at the innovations that started happening in the 1990s with with Booker's, with small batch, with Blanton's, with single barrel, it was it was that innovative approach of what can we do to to get these flavor profiles. And I do believe that you know that next chapter of uh, for for RD One, I mean, we believe we're writing, we're helping to write that next chapter along with a host of other craft brands of what more can would do to influence bourbon hmm. and, and whiskey i mean and rye whiskey i mean because you see a lot of great um uh, straight rye whiskeys mm-hmm. that that are doing wonderful things and wood finishes so um lots of lots of unique opportunities and then the other thing that that is um relevant is the blending and, and I, I say blending and you know when i say blending to you what what do you what do you go to what do you think of when i say blending picture like a lot of these little bottles someone just like a mad <laughs> yeah. scientist yeah, just yeah. concocting things yeah yeah and, and yeah so i me too and and i think i think in terms of you know the scotch you know scotch mm-hmm. blends from different regions the the issue that we've got in america is that um blending received a tainted history from rectifiers <laughs> you know that are rectifying neutral grain spirits and, and so, so the consumer, when when you say blending, they they think, all right, you're taking a neutral grain spirit mm-hmm. and and you're blending in, you know, things to 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 expand your 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 reach. But but I think the the next big thing, look look at look at brands like High West that do a blend of a bourbon and rye. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible opportunity there. Um, uh, you look at uh, Barstown Bourbon Company; they they're blending. Uh, an Indiana, Kentucky, a Tennessee whiskey and, and bourbons and, and creating something unique. So I think that that's also the future of American whiskey is being able to pull in things from different regions to, to make it a unique product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. 
Well said. So is the plan to continue sourcing or would you eventually like to start distilling your own? We, um, yeah, we're, we're, um, we're, we're, we're looking to um, create a um, location in, in central Kentucky. Okay. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're still contract distilling. So we've mm-hmm. got, uh, we've got a, a lot of barrels. Um, we're, you know, obviously if we're planning to move into 24 to 35 markets, we have to have the liquid to back that up. Right. Um, but, um, you know, stay tuned for, you know, some big things happening here in central Kentucky, um, uh, to, uh, with RD1, uh, in, in producing their own, product on site. Um, the, you know, the other thing uh, you, you guys, I'm sure have done the Kentucky bourbon trail, mm-hmm. and, you know, been to that experience. Lexington, Kentucky just got a uh, announced that we are now a gateway sponsor on the bourbon trail. So just like the beeline in Northern Kentucky, mm-hmm. just like Barstown bourbon company, um, we are going to have a, an experience that's going to combine the distilleries, the breweries, the restaurants, the entertainment um, in Lexington, you know, that $9 billion a year tourism revenue that Kentucky appreciates and, and gets from visitors to the Bourbon Trail. We're going to see a lot more of that in Lexington. And so we want to be a partner in, in in that process to to really help tell the story of, of, of Lexington's, you know, there's, there's always, there's gotta be a first, but you know, there's, there's people that come after that, that are helping to write that story. So, you know, Lexington, as you all probably know, is, is, is known for horse racing. Kentucky is known for horse racing, um, collegiate sports and bourbon. And, and so we're super excited that you're going to see a change in the Kentucky, um, bourbon trail that is really going to focus more on experiences, you know, mm-hmm. so we love going and, and seeing distilleries and, and doing the tour, looking to see how they mash, how they distill and how they bottle. But um, combining that with an experience with a, with a restaurant, with an entertainment venue, um, you, you just, you, you see these things continuing to be built in, in Kentucky. So we're excited in Lexington to be a part of that growth. That's awesome. So are we, we going to see an RD1 weeded whiskey come out or a rye or um, castrate? You, yeah. So so here, here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, this year in 2024, our sales team has allotted and, and thanks thanks to, you know, our, our 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 CEO for allotting these. We've got 150 barrels of, of barrel selects that are going to be available. And wow. in that is a Kentucky 95.5 rye, oh. a, a Kentucky high rye straight whiskey. Um, we, we also have a, um, a double oaked combination of two different distillates that are both Kentucky straight. Okay. So, so yeah, we are super excited. Um, <laughs> Do, have I have I seen come across our um, our emails uh, some um, some weeded mash bills? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we're looking to do because because we're we want to cast a wide net. We're, you're going to see a lot of innovation. You're going to see a lot of, um, of, of pushing the envelope. And and really, uh, when you look at the fastest growth demographic of consumption of bourbon, it's that 21 to 35 age category. And, and so, you know, I don't know, you, you guys are far along in your bourbon journey like me, you know, so I've, I've graduated, you know, give me the highest proof, uh, you know, <laughs> I seek out those hazmats, um, but, um, but 
I, I like the rye. I like that strong, powerful um, heat from from the, the spiciness of the rye. But um, you know, not everyone's a a, a berry. You know, not mm-hmm. not everyone's yeah. a, a you know it likes that high proof. And so, um, yes, we will we will have a softer profile. I think the oak and maple is probably a good example of that because it, it's it's it, it's a great entry level. You could do a smoked maple old fashioned. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Uh, uh, Another cocktail with the Amberana. Y'all ever experiment with paper plane? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, please tell me. Oh, my gosh. Paper plane. Yeah, yeah. I'm a neat guy. I'm a neat guy. But but that 21 to 35 category loves cocktails. So so the Amberana works great not only in the paper plane. It works great in a Kentucky mule. It works great Mm. in a um, mint julep. Oh my gosh, the hmm. mint julep is just terrific. Hmm. So, so, I, so I absolutely love that, and, and I do think that there's something out there for everyone. What What is the paper plane? Paper plane has it's two different kinds of. Um, there's like an amaro, and there, there's another. There's another um, uh, liqueur that's combined in there, but it's a very fruity, sweet drink, and it hmm. plays well with those um, with those um, fruit notes in the um, in the amberana. Very interesting. Sounds All right. Like, sounds like a mead plane to me. It kind of does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll open my little bar book I have at home and see if it's in there. Yeah. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll send you guys a um, – we, we've got cards that talk about different um, spirits that, that can – or different cocktails that um, work well with our our bourbons. So um, yeah. that one will be on there. So I'll, I'll get that sent to you. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. But just like y'all, I'm I'm a you know I like it neat. I, yep. I really much, uh, very much enjoy drinking my uh, bourbon neat and mm. high proof. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's right up our alley. Yes, it is. Any other anything else, guys? Before we, I'm satisfied. No, this, this was, was great. This was fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge RD one fan. Yeah. Um, Thank you. There, there's, Thank, there's, appreciate there's, the support, man. Yeah. We we absolutely do. And, and you know anything that you guys need, you, you let us know. Um, we um. Elizabeth can send out, you know, whatever you need. If you're looking for some additional materials, um, you know, maybe another sample or two. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. J- Jonas may need one of those Amberana single barrels. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Won't say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> so people are trying to find out more information online. Where can they go? So um, you'll want to go to rd1spirits.com. That'll take you to our website. We're on Facebook and Instagram, rd1spirits. And you can you can find me. I'm Barry Brenniger. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. But um, we um, on our website, you can sign up for the newsletter and that gives you like what's coming out. You know, where where's already one with all the bourbon festivals. I mean, our our sales and marketing team is working round the clock covering different tasting events. Uh, we were at the Chattanooga, I think I saw you guys at the Chattanooga Whiskey Festival or uh, or we were also at the Nashville um, Bourbon Fest. Um, but but we're, mm. we're all over the place. So That's we're awesome. uh, until the end of the year, we're continuing to do um, tastings and, and mm. festivals. Sweet. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. Thanks so much, Barry, for being on with us, man. We love, love what you guys are doing and looking forward to trying new stuff next year. Yeah. Heck yeah. Thank good. you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity to chat with you and drink some of our bourbons. Definitely. Awesome. Until next time. Cheers. 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 Okay. Cheers. It doesn't end here. 
for all things whiskey and rock, and for info on how to join our Patreon, just visit our website at whiskeyandrock.com. That's whiskey, A-N-D, rock. And of course, follow us, share us, do it, like it, love it. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Whiskey and Rock. Whiskey and Rock is produced by Mead Man and is a Wise Company production. Our show is brought to you by Zoom. For more information, go to zoomcorp.com.